I can't help thinking we've been here before. Well, except for my gnome boy. No deja vu for Troubadour. Or Van Richten. At least now the party can prove they are allies of his. And maybe show the Bottleborns that their faith was well placed. Does make me happy to see characters like the dwarves, Amelia, anybody who smiles a lot. Seeing positive and nice people in these dark domains brings just enough hope for it to be crushed all over again. I'm also stoked to see the cube, favorite NPC. Never has a giant D6 felt more imposing and ominous. But if these folks actually let us have some dwarven ale this time, well that might be its own religious experience. Heck, in episode 87 of What the Fumble, we might even become born again. I sure do love me some democracy. <laughs> I love democracy. Guys, what happened? Uh, we uh, were a cohesive unit is what happened. I don't know why you decided to hate democracy and take us somewhere that no one voted for, definitely. In the famous words of Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, suck my unit. Somebody screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> The myths were torn between four different paths, guys. Four. Before you voted, I mean, you guys all talked amongst yourselves, too. Decided that Nevuchar Springs in Darkon should be where you try to go. That's where everyone said they were going to focus their thoughts on. I did make it clear, too, though, that Van Richten got a vote. Uh, Erasmus mm-hmm. got a vote. Galas got a vote. So, so that's three for Neverchar Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Including you guys, though, that means there were at least seven votes cast. Four different paths? What What do we think can happen? Any thoughts? Like... I know that, like, go, like above the table... Snake boy happened. <laughs> Listen, above the, t- above the table, I think it's pretty obvious that Galas, you know, voted Valachan uh, for one, which I think has to be one of the paths. Um, I think Darkon... Well, I don't know that anybody here voted for Darkon specifically, but I think we voted for Nevachar Springs. So that's two. I feel like the third... Um, must have been mordant, if I had to guess, because Lustra was being a bit uh, cagey around that subject. All and, eyes at the table definitely just turned to David. And then the last one um, uh, must have been the Bottleborn Mine, but this suggests to me that you aren't telling us the full truth either, Justin, because the only person who would want to go back there would be the spirit inside of Tess's bone saw. There's no spirit in the bone saw. Don't worry about it. There's no huh. spirit. There's no spirit. It's just a bo- it's an inanimate magic object, Miles. <laughs> that has imperfections. Maybe maybe Erasmus really liked it. He didn't get m- much of an opportunity. I don't know. One thing we need to consider is maybe a part of uh, Van Richten's, you know, dream state and his, you know, stuff that's going on that he can't get those out of his mind is that maybe he was thinking of maybe his manner when voting because he can't help it when he's casting spells. Maybe that's the case when he's voting for the mists. I know democracy Fair. feels magic, but he's not concentrating on magic when he's voting. That sounds like <laughs> deflection anyway. It sounds like Lucia wants to see Rena's butt. <laughs> I mean, we all want to see Rena's butt, let's be real. Um, it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> for a dragonborn. Anyway, um... But also, isn't Van Richten's manner just in Rivalis that's also part of Darkon? So would the, the pathways take us to different parts of Darkon, but, or would it just be a pathway to somewhere in Darkon? And the Bottleborn Mine is in Darkon. So that takes us down to two if Ooh. Darkon is the umbrella. Yeah, but I think we already know that it's fractured enough so much so that the Black Tower is its own place now. Moreover... 
There was there's what? How many people got a vote? Seven is what you said. Seven, eight. Like so, and we have four. <laughs> I admitted to seven. Yes, I admitted to seven. There's definitely at least seven votes. So, <laughs> presuming a a sample size of seven and an option count of four, that means like mathematically, out of the four of us, somebody voted for something different. Ooh, that's why I'm looking at Lustra. Yeah, but that's also three things. What would the fourth one even be? Because it'd be Nevertar Springs. Let's say maybe Nevertar Springs and the Bottleborn Mine are two different places. Um, that would still just go Nevertar Springs, Bottleborn Mine, Mordant, and Challenge Hand. So that would be four, but the Nevertar Springs and the Bottleborn Mine are both in Darkon. Darkon. Yeah, but they're different chunks. Well, we don't there's there's a lot we don't know about how these mists travel, right? And we were talking about it, you know, last week about how this math works. So, cuz like there's still a dice roll involved, so maybe we were okay, but we just had a bad die roll. Or maybe the bone saw is cursed and it wasn't even a choice that was made. It was something that magnetized us past the options. So there were four options. None of them were the Bottleborn Mine, but we went through it and it sucked us here anyway. You know what? Ooh. Considering Bottle Breaker's curse and considering, you know, what happened to your bone saw at the mine. Yeah, that the- Bottle Breaker was designed to show up, show back up in the Bottleborn Mine. It has magic connected to the mine itself. So this wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility either. So very well could have been four completely separate options from the Bottleborn Mine, but because, because you know, imperfections happened, you know, we end up back here. So I, that's, in my mind, probably the most realistic possibility. All right, I'm not going to judge anyone. Where did you all vote for? <laughs> Legitimately never Char Springs. Legitimately never Char Springs. I wrote down where the old guy wants to go. To the domain of old people, damn it, Troubadour! <laughs> what did Justin write down? And before voting, like, you know, Van Richten had had agreed and had said out loud that Nebuchar Springs so, uh, was his destination. So if Adam's telling the truth, then you can assume he yeah. voted Nebuchar Springs. It is. That's... Okay, so that's one selection that has made pathways. <laughs> that would mean, yeah, if... All of us did agree on the same one. There is either Van Richten voted for something different, or Galas did, or there's Erasmus did, or bonus vote, or liar. If you all voted for the same place, Nevichar Springs, Valachan, and if the Bone Saw cast a vote to be here, that's still only three. Yes, yeah, maybe unless... something else is following us. Do we need to play a game of Among Us to figure this out? I'm just thinking thinking the exact same thing. This is like a really intense game of Among Us. Well, if we've learned anything from the time that we've played is I'm a terrible liar. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe you were playing the long con so we would believe you take everything you say at face value when you lie through your teeth, you mordant booty call bitch. Well, it was the same with Secret Hitler. Like, I can't play that word shit either. (laughs) I don't know. Long and short of it, uh, we're in the Bottleborn Mine, and the real question I think that's about to come up is, do we have to exercise the Bone Saw, or, for that matter, do we even get the chance? We're going to have to talk to Delulgrim and Ingrid and everybody else here. Yeah, they might just all fire their crossbows. and I can deflect one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Van Richten's with us as well, and we remember that Van Richten's really, you know, in good with these folks, so... Yeah, maybe their giant cube finally got to him. Could also well, be that, too. I suppose there's one way to find out, hey? I suppose so. I suppose so. Is it Mad Libs? <laughs> Is that how we dis- discover it? <laughs> that was the other vote. <laughs> I was thinking we'd play some D&D. You guys want to play some d and I don't know. I think that mystical third broom is calling. <laughs> <laughs> Does playing D&D involve not having a plus three bone saw anymore? Because I don't want to live in that world. (laughs) 
We shall see. All right. It's okay. It's fine. Let's do this thing. As the mists parted, you all found yourselves deep down in the bottom of the Bottleborn Mining Company. As you mentioned, that massive stone cube covered in those dwarven runes that you know contains a great evil just kind of sitting there in the middle of this chamber. According to the dwarves, inside that stone cube is an amber sarcophagus. And inside the amber sarcophagus is the vestige of some ancient evil. For those of you who have been here before, you immediately notice that the one door in this room, the one that exits out into the rest of the mine and leads back to the surface, is no longer there. The myths have now fully surrounded the dwarves in here, leaving them with no options at this point other than to hold and defend their ground or go into the mists themselves. There is no longer an exit from this room. But as you exit the mists and enter the mine, not only are all the crossbows lowered, the dwarves start whispering among themselves almost immediately. They're whispering, oh, it's the great Van Richten. Others are looking towards Troubadour, walking in wearing his armor. He's a knight of the circle. But it's Delalgrim Bottleborn, the dwarf who called out the hold your fire, their leader, who kind of waddles up to the <laughs> front of the crowd. So you folks again. Aye, but this time with who I'm assuming is the great Dr. Rudolf van Richten. A pleasure to meet you, doctor. Your name is spoken of in great reverence, even down here below the surface of Darkon. And then his eyes go over to Troubadour, who's in a night of the circle, no less. You're most welcome here. I don't think we've met, though. And he extends a hand towards Troubadour. Uh, Troubadour will put out his hand. Hello, good dwarven sir. My name is Troubadour. I, I guess Sir Troubadour of of the Circle. Pleasure to meet you. I'll shake his hand and try to bite him. He kind of looks over at Lustra. So I see you've broken the curse of Bottle Breaker. You're still alive. Still got that crick in my neck, though. I still look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have... Well, I'm definitely not attuned to it anymore. It's definitely still... Well, then I point to my green scales. Yeah. Working on it, though. But I bet you I got the record now for holding on to that thing. <laughs> he kind of slaps you, you know, as high up and as close to the shoulder as his dwarven hands can reach. It's probably your ass, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> good job, sport. Hey, <laughs> good job. Good on you. I would imagine I stumble a bit because it's a hearty dwarven slap. <laughs> Well, this is kind of awkward, then. We thought you were going to be more of them flying horrors. Uh, no, sadly not. Uh, I see that there's no other way out. How? Um, geez, I think the only way that we're going to get out of here is through the mists again. As I, in the past couple days, the mists have slowly... Kept creeping in. Have us completely surrounded at this point, but we're, we're still doing fine on supplies and ale. <laughs> Priorities. And then he kind of looks over his shoulder towards that, you know, that stone cube with all the dwarven runes. I don't know why, but they don't seem to come any closer to that thing than they already have. 
but cut us off, that they've done. Uh, Van Richten, do you happen to recognize any of the writing on that cube? He uh, looks over. All dwarven ruins, yes. Hmm. I'm just trying to figure out what's making this cube stave off the mists. And as far as, you know, the ruins themselves, I mean, Delulgrim and you guys probably investigated it a little bit the first time you were here, but with Van Richten here to kind of confirm everything, uh, yeah, he confirms that sure enough, they're mostly, they're just wards, they're protection glyphs, magic that is designed to strengthen, strengthen the stones that this cube is built out of. You know, it's all designed to keep the evil in. Mm-hmm. If I use divine sense within it, um, do I get a sense of good from the outside? Does the evil permeate through? Uh, talk to me about divine sense. Uh, as an action, you can detect good and evil. Until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Like perhaps in a box of dwarven runes. <laughs> yeah, but if it's if the outside is, is hallowed or consecrated one way or the other, that's more what I'm going for. Uh, it is not, but yeah, despite all of the magics that are, you know, inscribed on this cube, there's still just that seeping out the evil. You can just sense that the wards are, they are hard at work. Uh, How long did they say this thing was here for? I mean, does it predate the calamity that destroyed the mists? Would it have knowledge? You can, at that question, you can see Slash's eyebrows sort of like perk up. Does it have knowledge? Does it have information? <laughs> uh, you can also see there's almost a bit of irritation on Slash's face, especially when the dwarves are like, oh, the great Dr. Rudolph Van Richten, and, and Lustra asking Van Richten about what does he know, and all these other things. There's a... there's. If you look, you don't have to look too hard, but you can tell that Slash is getting a little bit irritated at the constant, you know, asking of Van Richten. And Slash breaks this his, you know, silence with, "Well, we have certainly encountered all of this before. This doesn't change. How did we get here?" And Slash will shoot Tessa a look. What? I know I certainly <laughs> didn't vote for the Bottleborn Mine, and I suspect none of else of you did either. Although, the elephant in the room, or I should say the dwarf in the room, is certainly your bonesaw, Tess. One that does not give me any great pleasure to recall. Uh, Slash will turn back to Delulgrim. Delulgrim, there was a dwarf specter above that constantly rambled on about imperfections and other such things that has now seemed to hosted itself inside of Tess's bone saw. I'm quite curious. Is this specter something that is close to you? Perhaps tethered to this mine in the same way perhaps Bottle Breaker is? Fur grill, I, I couldn't tell you for sure, but... All of us bottle-born have sworn oaths to protect this mine at any cost. The desire to do so almost flows through our blood. It's what our bloodline is. So I suppose it wouldn't surprise me if a little bit of Thurgirl wanted to come home. Slash nods and almost looks to the group for reassurance of his of his acquisition of knowledge. Lucifer's shoulders drop and kind of solemnly looks over at Tess. What? I mean, what Slash saying make kind of makes sense. Well, I you've you've tried to detect mist talismans before. We you you never you never found 
a something tethering the bone saw to the mists. Why would... It's an inanimate object. So are all mist talismans. Yes, but you would sense it if it was one. So let's give it a shot then. I've, the thing is I can only detect the closest one. We've never made your bone saw the closest thing to me. I'm willing to investigate this. Oh, oh. All right, but I mean, it just gives gives options. It's not like it's not like we couldn't have arrived somewhere else. And Tess certainly isn't wrong, although it certainly is the possibility that exists that we are trying to eliminate. I think it's worth investigating because if we're going to be traveling the mists a lot more. It helps to know, you know, everything that we have in way of what could be voting, what couldn't be voting. Yes, also there is, if your assumptions are correct and your bones are, was capable of casting a vote in the mists, then at the very least we now have confirmed that thinking of a specific place within Darkon is possible. Oh. We just gotta outvote it. <laughs> but I would be curious to well, my, see my the problem, results of Lustra's abilities. Yeah, my my fear is that considering Delalgrim and all the bald-born mine dwarves have such a strong connection in this place... I'm wondering if the votes are weighted. And since the spirit in that bone saw is so deeply connected to here, can we even outvote it? Well, Troubadour is very connected to the Shadowlands. Rudolf Van Richten's bloodline has lived in Rivalis for generations. Why did we not wind up there? Why are we not eating under Jack Cheese right now? I mean, Van Richten did say he had to go time and time again to get to the material plane. That was by design, and it's even him knowing about Miss Talismans and such. It's still a crapshoot. I don't know. It's it's just it's just a matter of fact finding here. Fine. Well, do it. Do it. I'm not worried. It's fine. Okay. You'll, you'll find out it's not the Mist Talisman, and we'll deal with it after that. If it is, it's still just a key. We've got you've got several Mist Talismans. It's not mm -hmm. like you know they made you come here. It's true. In addition, we also discovered that simply knowing about the Mist Talismans and having them in proximity is enough for them to activate. They could be in the bag of holding, and we can still activate them. Simply knowing of their existence and having their proximity to us is enough. You had the eyeball. There was where you guys took your little uh, health sabbatical. I believe that that was a spa you went to in Dominio, was it? Yes, something like that. Uh, Slash, very cushy. Very Slash, cushy. you know, gingerly grabs his shoulder. And then again glares at the bones. <laughs> 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 that took his arm. So, Looks completely different now. Come on. Well, I'm will I'm willing to test it out at least. So I go in. Look here. How about this? Quick trade. I'll give you my rosary for the bone saw, so I can check it out. Tess's eyes narrow. <laughs> Insight check. I, I I don't know what he's. <laughs> is he trying to steal my? Is he trying to take my bone saw? Is he going to throw it into the mists? I genuinely want to trade. You know how Lustra is with trades. <laughs> And the rosary is very important to me. I feel that I feel that's equal, and and you know, I'm true of my word in that regard. If I'm going to, you know, put my rosary down as collateral, she like looks down at the bone saw, looks at Lustra, like goes back and forth a couple of times. Just... I'm only going right, to be five feet away. Five feet away. That's it. And one of your boots. And one of my and boots. And one of your boots. Rosary and one of your boots. That's. That's the that's the the temporary trade that we're doing here. Why is it this important to you? Why is it not? Why can you not pass your rosary over to Troubadour and then I hold on to my bone saw? Well, How about I hold both and I just stretch the rosary further away from you? 
if you want to bring in a third party. Here, we just need to get all the missed talismans off me, which my rosary is one. So, Slash, here, take my rosary. Slash, almost, you know, shake, like, almost, you know, taken aback at the suggestion that he's got any kind of trust from anybody. <laughs> and he, yes, yes, of course. And he'll extend his hand and take the rosary. Okay, so just, just walk ten feet away. Look, you can still hold on to your bone saw. I don't need to hold it to figure this out. I just need to be away from my tis- missed talismans. So, with that out of the way, and last I checked, Slash has the bag of holding, and he's also away. We, I shouldn't have any on me at this point. I'm going to go and check to see what the bone saw is and blow that and blow that feature of mine with uh, detect mist talismans. Okay. Lustra is going to detect mist talismans. Slash, what do you do with the rosary? With the Throw ros- it in the mist. With the rosary, I'm, uh, I'm just making sure that I'm further away from Lustra than Tess is. Um, I feel like all Slash would do is he would actually have it in his hand that is fleshy and just be studying it, you know, tracing along its ridges, you know, examining it, you know, just doing the kind of thing that he would do whenever he's studying a new a new characteristic of, of a person or yeah, of yeah. that kind of thing. But kind of like holding the rosaries, you know, away from Lustra. Yes. Fantastic. Lustra, this is about to get juicy. <laughs> Lustra, the closest mist houseman, is indeed held by Slash. And it's in his pocket. Uh, so I go and look at Tess. Look, look you up and down. Mm-hmm. Your bone saw is not a mist houseman. See, I told you I wasn't worried. That's fine. My eyes look over to Slash. Can I have my rosary back? Gives you a rosary back. Cool. Can I also have the mist talisman in your pocket? Slash furrows his eyebrow. What didn't ping was my rosary. What didn't ping was the bone saw, but something in your pocket. Slash looks left, he looks right. The only thing I could possibly think of, and he'll turn out his pockets, um... And he'll hold up what I presume is going to be one of the flowers from the table in the Black Tower and gesture it forward. That is a mist talisman. You can see Slash study the, the, the flower very closely. You can see him almost get slightly frustrated. He'll look over to Van Richten and Lustra, Troubadour, and everyone. Damn! <laughs> Not Tess. <laughs> he said everyone. Okay. I am his everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can see Slash look at the flowers. Um, again, a ping of frustration flashes across his face. And he looks back to the group. I don't think it's any secret that Galas informed me that he had help in Valachan. However, what bothers me most is that it seems he can detect Miss Talismans himself. How else would he have discovered these flowers, for example? He certainly said they would be useful. He certainly said that perhaps they could even get us there. I did not think that it would be by way of Miss Talisman, however. Perhaps some other ritual or something else. This makes me wonder what Galas truly knows about the other mist talismans that we do have. Again, he sort of, you know, taps his foot impatiently. Galas, I know you told me these would help us get there, but how long have you been able to detect mist talismans? Galas slowly, like, creeps up <laughs> Slash's neck, forms a, a tattoo of... A dude with, like, one finger pulling the collar <laughs> away from his neck. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, Suspicious is how we're doing, Galas. You've got me all wrong. I just knew what to look for. I just happened to know that this type of flower... Is usually a mist talisman to Valachan. That's it. 
just just conveniently this specific flower. Yeah, Miss Talismans are weird. You seem to know a lot about what they are and aren't, though. Ha- weird how, Galas? I only know as much as you know. I believe you have just proven that is not true. You keep saying that you are an extension of Selash. I just want to know how long you're going to keep lying to yourself thinking that any of us actually believe that. Selash will step in for a moment. Listen, Galas and I have a a working relationship. And I'm willing to overlook this lapse of memory. However, I have worked extremely hard at earning many of your trust. I work and continue to do so in good faith that you can look to me and not fear what I am, but much rather want me in your lives to an extent. I realize that Galas is becoming such an impediment, but I think you misunderstand the capabilities he has, and more importantly, what he donates to this cause. I'm willing to overlook this. However, I think we can all be in agreement that this needs to be done in a way that is beneficial for all. Galas, it is a simple question. It is yes or no. Can you detect Miss Talismans? I cannot. And he forms a little smiley face tattoo on your neck. <laughs> this is my truth-telling face. <laughs> <laughs> and how can I take you at your word? He, in a very low tone, low enough that only you can hear, hey. this says... What are you doing, bro? You want me to tell him everything? I'll tell him everything if you want. Um, I'm imagining almost like a Metal Gear Solid nano machine conversation where it's only because you can stimulate the, the minor ear bones in my ears that you can talk to me that mm-hmm. way. In that same way, Slash will almost respond under his breath, you know, ideally not talking to anybody. Um, and he'll explain... We just need to be on the same side and show that. By telling them everything? Not yet. I'm just imagining Slash has a thousand yard stare and has gone completely silent for like <laughs> 30 seconds. Just give them something. Look, Slash, I trust your actions. Heck, I gave you my rosary without a second thought. I trust you. Right, And I hope that you don't betray that trust. But, considering Galoth's state, I don't trust him as much as I trust you. And I can understand that. This so, is what I am trying to So, fix. as a compromise, given Tess and Troubadour and Van Richten's, you know, approval, is next time we go into the mists, I want you to verbalize what you're voting for as we're voting. Not just keep it in your head, but also speak it aloud. It's really hard to, you know, think one thing and say another at the same time at the point of voting. So that way we know we're on the same page. Because Gloss isn't going to speak for himself, at least in in a way that I think any of us are willing to trust. So I choose to believe action over word. So, Tess, Van Richten, Troubadour, what do you think? As long as he wants to stop Aslan Rex and uh, the domains falling apart, fine by me, whatever he wants to do. And that is exactly what we both want. In the meantime, because I know Galas can hear me, I don't trust you. I can't speak for everyone else here, but I don't trust you. I think everyone else shares my sentiment, but you're going to have to earn our trust, Galas. And it would help if you were a bit more vocal about what you can and cannot do, instead of us having to drag you out like this. So, just take that. What we're looking for is more words from you. And this is fine. But once again, let me make it clear. I'll tell you the same thing I told Jasper Leafwood. Trust isn't easy to come by, but sometimes mutual interest can work in substitute. I can assure you that Galas and I have a shared mutual interest 
especially in stopping Aslan Rex and getting back to the material plane. And I understand that trust is not easily gained. I know that most of anybody in this group. Yes, of course. I'm just saying that Gloss has to go through his own trials and tribulations. I'm not, right. treating you as, I'm not treating you as a package deal here. I'm treating you as two you different people. You have to treat us as a package deal because that is the deal. I read it in a book, guide. I read it in a book. He came snooping in to some room he wasn't supposed to be in. That's where I was. I was in a book. I did a lot of mingling when I was in there. It was a good year or two when I was really obsessed with Times New Roman. Very bohemian. There's a lot of Helvetica. Hopefully you didn't contract any wingdings. Do not get me started on wingdings. <laughs> it was one night we'd been... I've come a long way from that wingdings night. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I read it in a book. That's simple. It was a book. It was about uh, history of this place called Valachan, some jungle place. And I happened to come across the fact that uh, this flower here is usually a mistalisman to that place. No big deal. No big deal. I read a lot of things when I was in there. At the end of the day, I can't do anything else that you haven't seen already. You already know that if Slash falls, I can, you know, maybe give him a little boost, help him get up every once in a while. Aside from that, I'm on board here, too. I want what this guy wants. Kind of, there's like a tattoo of a finger pointing towards Slash's face. Through this, like, interaction, Tessa's just had a look of genuine concern on her face. She... Sort of takes a step closer to Slash and, like, puts a hand on his non-prosthetic wrist and says, We've asked a lot about what he is capable of. Are you sure that you know all that Goloss is capable of? Everything that we've heard so far has seems to be you stumbled upon him and have taken what he can do for you at face value. And I understand... Falling into just having to work with someone you don't know. I mean, I think all of us can understand that. Hi. (laughs) How you doing? Good. You? Not bad. Relieved. But are you sure that you are aware of everything Golos can do? You can see an uncharacteristic smile come across Slash's face. And he grins and looks almost lovingly at Tess. Tess, is this concern? So, anyway, um, Valachan, <laughs> those, uh, what, what, what's supposed to be in Valachan? Slow down, anyway. Tess, slow down. <laughs> A lot of the dwarves have, like, walked away at this point. <laughs> Some of them are still listening to you until Holger's like, you folks... Oh, very dramatic. <laughs> Slash will, <Yeah. laughs> will once again, the smile almost difficult to peel from his face. Tess, your concern is very, very flattering, I must admit. It's not something I'm terribly familiar with. However, I don't even know what I'm fully capable of. I don't know what you're fully capable of. All I know is that we are both aligned in the right direction. Certainly, Galas can tell me as he, much as he feels he knows, and I think even Galas knows that he doesn't know what he's fully capable of. However, if there's one thing I seek desperately, is to understand what I am capable of. Not just for myself, but for Galas, even for you. I've helped time and time again Van Richten with his spells... I've helped Lustra guide an arrow. I've even helped you once or twice strike your foes with something as simple as my words. There's many, many more things that I wish to understand about what we are all capable of. And for now, we are still uncovering that. Trust isn't easily granted. I I, I give you that. 
But if Galas was against me, then certainly none of us would be here right now. Myself, most definitely. I suppose just our dealings with Mithis have made me very aware of just how much how much people of power can still be tools. They can think that they are the person in charge, the person in control, like Mithis thought that he was. He was just a pawn, a tool to be discarded at Rodonovich's behest. And honestly, he was probably just placed there to get in our way. I'm sure Aslan Rex could care less about the fact that we defeated Mithis. Mithis thought that he would be standing on equal footing or at least benefit from Aslan Rex. And it led to his destruction. I just want to be sure that you don't think that you will benefit from powers that you don't fully understand. And I don't want it to lead to your destruction. All right? You can see Slash's eyes fall to the to the bone saw. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and Slash will, will gingerly say, and I wish the same for you. What? What do you mean? <laughs> Slash again almost like sort of tilts his head as if to say, like, come on, you know what I'm saying. Point is, <laughs> Slash... Just recognize that, you know, like Tess was saying about don't be a tool uh, for other people. Just don't be a tool. I'm not as good as words as you, okay? Don't be a tool, right? <laughs> your, your life is more important than that. And there's, there's a lot of value in that. And, and please don't devalue that by being a tool. <laughs> Slash again will... I mean, if we still can't find a group name by episode 100... <laughs> Hey, tool! <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Anyhow, knowing that, that whole Miss Talisman gloss being a bit cagey, we'll put a pin in that for now. Point is, where are we going from here? Into the mists, because there's nowhere else. Slash again looks back to Tess's bone saw. Are we certain we want to bring that back into the mists with us in the condition that it's in? Second chances, bro. Slash sort of, you know, sighs deeply. You can almost hear, like, him grit his teeth. But then he'll slowly nod. I mean, push comes to the shove. These dwarves seem really nice. And they have ale. There are worse spots to end up in the mists. <laughs> when you say that, a lot of dwarves, like, hide their mugs. Like, no, we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> they just try to stand extra tall to, in front of the giant wall of kegs. <laughs> And the level 19 dwarven <laughs> cleric of Moradin just really, really doesn't make eye contact with us. <laughs> Still convinced there's one there. So, I think we head back into the mists and just try again, because I don't think there's anything we can change here anyways. If we come back here, identical spot again, then maybe we'll visit the bone saw thing. But maybe we just, we all need to be on the same page. Maybe I'll verbalize what we're voting as we're voting. Like I said, not just you, Salash, but also Galas, myself, Tess, all of us, so that we know we're on the same page. That's the thing that we should do different, so that we can get to where we need to go and not get back here. And if we do get back here, then, like I said, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Salash will slowly nod. Makes sense to me. Do we need to bandage up our sponge? I mean, wounds. Wow. Salash <laughs> <laughs> sort of, you know, holds his arm, his good arm, um, and then sort of inspects himself. I could definitely use a little help. Okay, so let's bind our wounds then. Shall we just aim for a short rest and then head back in? I'd say, I mean, all these conversations and... Uh, Accusations. Evidence, accusations, <laughs> all this drama. You guys feel free to, yeah, benefit from a short rest. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll up your hit dice. Any any of those things, yeah, feel free, short rest. Van Richten, in the meantime, when you guys have been chatting and all that, he's kind of gone off to the side with Delulgrim Bottleborn 
They've exchanged a, a few words. There's a few other dwarves in the mix uh, who wanted to meet and shake the hand of the great Dr. Rudolph Van Richten. Uh, but after, like, you know, the pleasantries are done with Van Richten's focus this entire time really has been on that stone cube that is just sitting in the middle of the room. That stone cube that seems to be pushing back the mist in a sense. And hear him, you've heard him muttering to himself. He's over there asking himself, why are the mists surrounding this sarcophagus? This Are they surrounding the cube? Or is up? He feels, I think, like the intention is that they're surrounding what the cube is holding. Not really surrounding the cube itself. But he is questioning whether it's the magic of the cube or what's inside that is pushing the mists back. He's questioning whether there are other sarcophagi that are scattered throughout the domains of dread, you know, are they surrounded being surrounded by mists as well? It's all this, all this concerns me quite a lot. If they are all being surrounded by the mists, why? With what intent? Are they only in Darkon? Was there... Could there have been one in Dominia? It would not surprise me to find out that there was. The Amber Sarcophagi. None know for sure what they truly are. There are many guesses and theories amongst scholars and others, but at the end of the day, no one truly knows what is inside these things. But yes, they are scattered throughout the domains of dread, and within each one, who knows what lies. Some say it could be dark, evil vestiges of Ancient evils that were long defeated. Old gods, in a sense. Others think they are simply great evil monsters that have been dealt with and imprisoned. Some even think that the amber sarcophagi and the vestiges within them control the very myths themselves. That... Sure, while a dark lord rules over a domain, the mists between those domains, the the mists between all the bubbles, there are many who think that the amber sarcophagi are in charge of those mists. Of course, as we've mentioned before, as we've talked about before, some think the gods are in charge of the mists, none truly know. But the fact that the mists have surrounded this one is very curious indeed. So the mists are designed to contain dark lords. The sarcophagi are not dark lords, but if they're designed so that the dark lords cannot enter them, then wouldn't wouldn't it make sense if the sarcophagus was a piece? Do the sarcophagi predate the mists? Predate Aslan Rex's first attempt? Could this be a piece of him? The history of these things goes back centuries, yes, perhaps even thousands of years. They, some believe even that they were part of the land before it ever got brought into the mists. But again, there, there are many theories, and there's truly no way of knowing is basically the domains paving one prison or building one prison on top of another. Almost, yes. It's good infrastructure. <laughs> My head hurts. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Maybe I say we just go back into the mist and just go head first. Like, try again. We can speculate all we want, but I don't think that's going to change the fact that, you know... We still need to go into the mists and try and get to the Nevertire Springs. The sarcophagus control the mists? That is what I 
myself have always leaned towards, although there is no true way to prove it, Sandius, but I mean, look at this cube in front of us. It is covered in hundreds of dwarven runes. It is ancient. For centuries it has contained the evil of the sarcophagus. And yet, as the mists close in, it would seem as if the evil within is great enough to repel the mists themselves. But if they control it, wouldn't it want to basically be able to swim wherever it wants? My thought is that maybe it's not the sarcophagus that's repelling it, but the cube, and maybe the sarcophagus belongs somewhere else, and maybe the mists are trying to bring it back to its original spot, and that's causing the fractioning in some way, shape, or form? Aslan could be collecting the sarcophagi. Their great, powerful evil that has power over the mists. He says he somehow found out how to truly escape it. What what better way than you, could you cut through the mists than with a sword made of this amber? Maybe. What what if he what if he has found others? What if he is coming here? If that is true, then containing each one of these and singling them out, having them in an, in a holding pattern of sorts. Perhaps that would explain what is going on here. There is no certain way that Aslan Rex came to all of this information on his own. He must have found a way to discover this ancient knowledge in one way, shape, or form. And as somebody who prides himself on acquiring such things, it makes me wonder how he came to this information himself. Anybody ever just ask it? (laughs) Slash, Who are you? Slash actually looks at Troubadour, almost dumbfounded, but almost dumbfounded in a way like, of course, like, why didn't we try that? Um, I'm a genius. Slash will look over to Van Richten. The Amber Sarcophagi are known to hold great evils. Would they be sentient inside these sarcophagi? Or is it simply their residual stuff eloquence bad ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) again none know for sure but it has always been my theory that yes there is some sentience left within those sarcophagi slash is going to almost like he does like that that you know like frowny thing with his face where he's almost like quizzical about it like "Hmm," kind of thing and He'll look at the sarcophagus, and he'll cast message at it. See if anything happens. He'll cycle through his languages, the common, the abyssal, the draconic, the primordial. That was a cantrip, eh? It is a cantrip, yes. Each one is just blocked hard, repelled hard by the runes and glyphs and everything else on the cube. Hmm. No way in. No way out. I suppose something so trivial would have been easily deflected. Hey, Cube! Hi! There's nothing. No response, Troubadour. <laughs> Troubadour is waiting patiently, just staring up at it anxiously. Uh, do you know Dwarven? I got all night, buddy! You know any Dwarven? <laughs> nope. He says, in a room full of dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> this is between me and the Cube, man. <laughs> The fact that the cube or the sarcophagus within is repelling the mists would seem to imply that it does not want to be completely surrounded by the mists. And so therefore, if these sarcophagi controlled the mists, and he kind of like looks around at the room... The mist slowly closing in towards this thing, as it would almost seem as if someone or something else has perhaps taken control. Why would they bring these mists upon themselves only to repel them back? So is this the enemy of my enemy kind of thing? The the lesser evil, greater evil? There's... 
when I was about 35, there was a wildfire. The only way we were able to stop it from taking the entire woods was to cut down the area around it. Maybe this is the source of power to keep the Dark Lords inside, and if he can fraction off where each one is and find himself a place that does not have those, maybe those are the anchors. I don't know. There's theories we can definitely try and find out, but does anybody think we're going to solve it here? Unfortunately not. I will give some inspiration to Colin. Really inspiration to everybody, I think, for all the... Anyone who doesn't have it, go ahead and take it. Uh, This is one of those moments where it always makes me happy as a DM to... It's like a confirmation that you guys have been paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I know you definitely need those sometimes. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying there's... A shroud in this darkon? Yes, cubes do have six sides. <laughs> what is this fog? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Van Richten kind of uh, agrees with all of you and says, yes, I don't think these are questions we will be answering here and now, but I am glad that the mist brought us here. This is important knowledge, I think. But now the question remains as to what will we do next? I think we're all on the same path until, well, voting and infighting time happens again at the end of the mists. Our goal remains the same. Mm-hmm. To stop what is happening to these mists. She, like, clutches the bone saw a little tighter. And if we stop that, then... Perhaps these mists will stop trying to encapsulate the dwarves. If we stop that and don't come back here, she can keep her bone saw. What? (laughs) Slash lets out a heavy sigh. Yes, she could. But once again, we are all in agreement that Neverchar Springs remains the destination then. That's what I'm going to say when we get there and chant it like a bunch of door. Who would chant the, you guys are funny, (laughs) chant the place you want to go. Yeah, who would vocalize where you want to go in the mists? Crazy. Looser rubbing his temples. This is way too much thinking for me. Uh, Let's let's just go and do something, please. (laughs) I I like you guys a lot, but... uh, we we just need to do something, I think. This is not my forte. The uh, Neverchar Springs. The elves. They yes. will have the answers we seek, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, the Neverchar Springs. Definitely this time, yes. If we get back here, though, Tess, we'll look at that bone saw, but only until then. It's not... It, she, like, holds the bone saw up... And sort of like mimics almost what Silash and Galas were doing. And just like turns away a little bit. And she's like, do not screw this up for me. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tess. Uh, yes? You're not a tool. <laughs> <laughs> you could stand to be more of one bony. <laughs> we. Okay. Silash will again sort of grab at his right arm. I think it's fulfilled its purpose quite nicely already. You guys are weird talking to your inanimate objects. Anyway, bye-bye, Mr. Cube. (laughs) Into the mists. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you folks leaving? Wait, do you have anybody who needs healed? Any, everybody's good? Are you talking to the dwarves? I'm talking to the dwarves. Oh, you remembered we're here, are you? <laughs> I believe you were probably trying to avoid us, to be perfectly honest, which I don't blame you. It's true. The whole time they just gave you a wide berth. It was a very That's awkward, fair. like, <laughs> 20 feet of air in between you guys and the dwarves. Yeah, but it's a very small cavern. <laughs> <laughs> very awkward. Oh, you're leaving. Good. Just... <laughs> uh, as we're as we're packing up, um, Tess will go over to Delalgrim and uh, and say, "I 
don't know if third girl was trying to get back here. I mean, I assumed that he was trying to rejoin with his family, and I can respect that. Um, I would like to ask your permission to continue bringing his spirit with us. He has been... This weapon has saved me, at the very least me, from death many times. And if we succeed in what we're trying to do, then your mind will be... At the very least, I hope your mind will be more secure than it ever has been. Give me a persuasion check. I'm so good at those. Fifteen. You really think the girl can still hear me? And he, like, reaches his hand out towards the bone, so I says, do you mind? <laughs> she holds it out, and then, like, her knuckles whiten a little bit, and then she grabs the, 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 the blade of the bone saw and holds the handle out to him. Takes it, swings it through the air a few times. I thought was always the best. And then he starts just yelling at the bones. You hear me, you drunken bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I've met this one twice now. And I think she's on the right path. And he kind of like, he's holding the the bone saw like above his head and kind of making, he's like doing circles in the mind so that the bone saw has a good view of like a 360 view of what's going on. You see what's going on here, you bastard. You go out there and you help this elf. I know you were never a big fan of elves. I get it. (laughs) I know you want to come home and protect the minds. I get it. But for what it's worth, if you can hear me in there, you drunken bastard, (laughs) I release you from any responsibility you have to this mine. You hear me? He, like, does another 360. It sucks in here. (laughs) (laughs) But we've all sworn oaths to stay here. I'm releasing you from yours so you can go out there and kick whoever's ass needs to be kicked so that we can go back upstairs. the most dwarven thing I've ever seen. Dwarven diplomacy, baby. And then he hands you the bone saw back and says, I've done what I can. <laughs> Tess will, will hold on to the bone saw, look at it, look at Delalgrim, sort of put, like attach it back to the, the belt loop that she has, and she's going to hug Delalgrim. <laughs> You smell funny. I have heard that many times. You smell like stale alcohol, piss, and vinegar. Mm. Good luck to you, I suppose. To you as well. We'd best meet a third time, but hopefully not as soon. Good luck to all of yous. Wherever these mists decide to take you. Maybe we'll see each other again in a few minutes. Who knows? We'll try not to be as awkward. It was very awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Tess Tess will, like, stop hugging at that point. Like, pat him (laughs) on the shoulder a couple of times. Be like, okay, bye! Until rejoin the rest of you. So back into the mists after... A random stop at the bottom <laughs> That's always fun. Sometimes the dice need to take a, a pee at the truck stop. Back into the mists. Back towards a nice, stable, peaceful, democratic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is almost like a Roman democracy, where democracy was literally who yelled the loudest. Like mm-hmm. There's a little of that. It's that now familiar scene of you guys kind of in your 
little capsule of clear air, right? The mist surrounding you, almost like you're walking in a bubble. Open up before you, close up behind you. And everyone give me a quick perception check. Uh, 21 for Slash. Uh, dirty 20 for Lustra. 16 for Troubadour. 10 for Tess. Tess may be like still silently, you know, maybe still whispering at the bone saw, still arguing with the ghost of Thurgirl Bottleborn. She's just trying some of the like Delalgrim's one-liners just like behind her. She's like, you're drunk. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you're a bastard. Hmm? <laughs> like holds it up to her ear. Nothing's happening. Her ears are still partly spongified from the Chaos Beast. <laughs> but you other three definitely notice on your left flank, there's a dark shadow that kind of whizzes past you. This time it's on the ground, though. It looks almost like it was running on all fours. And then on the right flank... Another similar shadow. And then an arrow just whizzes through the air. And we'll find out what's going on next week. Son of a bitch. I thought there were going to be rust monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Back to the violent trail. Back to the violent trail.